On a Zoom with me this morning today is Deshni Govinda, but you might know her by another name, DJ Roxy. And um, I know her and love her, but she's no more a DJ. She's venturing into the world of podcasts, just like you and I love. And we're going to talk all about that, but we're also going to pick her brain because I think she can help us become better at social media. Hi, Deshni. Hey, how are you? I'm so stoked to talk to you, like so stoked. (laughs) <laughs> thank you thank you <laughs> how are you doing happy almost heritage day um happy south african um how is life how is everything what's happening look we are in new levels now so i would say i'm, I'm stoked i'm excited to be released um but yeah excited for heritage day i think you know just overall just a sense of like bliss because you know times are changing and it just seems there's some happiness around the corner it sounds fluffy but you get what i mean oh i'm here for fluffy Deshni, i am here yeah. for fluffy i'm all about the fluffy we need to celebrate all of the fluffy every <laughs> <laughs> and and if you have champagne in your fridge, it doesn't matter if it's Monday afternoon, we should celebrate everything with champagne or sparkling wine at this point. Well, listen, you know, I, I back beer. I back beer, so I'll say beer. <laughs> I'll I'll do it with a good beer. I'm here for I'm here for all of it, actually. Whatever we're celebrating, let's just celebrate. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I wanted to talk to you a little bit about you because you have been in this industry for ages and um you started in 2007 but i'm sure way before that that was just when you were on the scene and people were talking about you but um there's no (laughs) such thing as starting in 2007 um yeah and you were a dj tell me a little bit about that journey as dj roxy yeah wow like this is a throwback thursday on a wednesday (laughs) but yeah i think you know it's interesting because a lot of people say oh you know you were a dj but i often say it's a skill you never really lose you kind of dial it up you know ever so often every three years when you need to find yourself so yeah for me i will always hold true to the fact that yeah i'm still a dj i just probably don't practice they practice put it out there as much as I, I did before but yeah I think music has always been part of who I am just growing up you know you you grow up in a very traditional environment so specifically within um, a context of being Indian you know you never really saw us kind of being in the music scene obviously now we have the likes of sketchy bongo and such but back then it was a very different time you know and so for me I never thought it would be something I would venture into and I actually had an accident start into DJing. My mom was in the space of entertainment and alcohol. And yeah, I would just practice on the side. I bought myself dicks. And, and a gig kind of just, you know, catapulted me into, I don't know what you would call it. And that led to a, a really amazing residency with Sun International. And I had like a good three-year run. I was like, what is this life? You know, I didn't know what gigging. I had to find a name for myself even. Um, but yeah, it was fun times. I learned a lot. And they always say like, you're, you're in a period of your time where you never realize that you're preparing for something that you didn't know is going to arrive. And that's when I would say it started this whole digital influencer space. The guys back then, the fresh, the euphonics, the timber, as we say, you know, now we see them as superstars. Back then we were all kind of figuring it out. So yeah, it, it was an amazing journey. And I think it's very definitive to who I am today. So I hold it very dear to my heart. I want to talk a little bit about that um, at, at length because, you know, in 2007, if I think back, 
I was in the industry, I've been, I've been, I've been here for, for a hundred years, but if I think <laughs> back to then, you know, we were not celebrating female DJs at all. No. And we were even less so celebrating female DJs of color. And for a, a young woman or, or a young girl who was growing up then, I mean, if it wasn't part of your peripheral, you know, mm. it must have been something deep within you that was like, no, I'm going to do this because I can do this. Um, I want to talk a little bit about that inner strength, that inner like conviction where you were like, no, even though there's, there's no one, I'm going to be that someone because someone is going to look up to me one day. Yeah, I really love that question because I think often we, we talk more on the, the gender side of it, which is absolutely important, right? It is, and still today, I think it's very much a boys club. I just think now circumstance and social media, as it's evolved, has allowed us to speak out openly, honestly. We have, you know, even just as simple as something as Twitter, you know, just helping us air our views. Back then, I mean, the fact, I mean, we're throwing our age out, yeah? But we didn't <laughs> even have Instagram in 2007, right? So you had the good old Facebook pages and, and a bit of Twitter. But to your point about that, you know, I there, there, there were two kind of streams of thought. Firstly, it was a boys club, so I didn't see anyone that resonated. So when DJ Sindo, Lady Leah and Zintli had come out, and obviously they were picking up gigs, because I mean, you know, being based in Josie and I was in Durban, it lends itself to more opportunities. Yeah. I, I remember I reached out to Zintli and we were friends back then and I, I said to her, thank you so much because you've given me the courage to just literally you know, put it out there that I want to be a DJ, let alone say I'm a female DJ. And so for me, what I had done is when I had like kind of come out and said, okay, cool, I'm going to do this music thing. I inherently added another layer of trying to be the, of this role model to the Indian community. Because yeah. then I had lots of like young girls, you know, particularly Indian girls just saying, you know what, thank you so much. Because now we see someone that looks like you. Yeah. But what people who want I was struggling because I would go into a space where it literally was just me. And, you know, I went through so much Like guys would probably, you know, like unplug certain things to see, oh, does she even know how to plug it back in? Um, I would be constantly challenged. But to your point, I had to have the conviction in me to say, you know what, I'm going to do this thing. I never claimed to want to be the best. I just wanted to do it. That's all I wanted to. And so for me, I was happy. And now look at it. We have an entire industry around it. So I'm so happy that we've evolved, but still lots of work to be done. Oh my gosh, no, I don't think we'll ever stop working and pushing and, and just trying to make it equal as, as equal as we possibly can. I don't yeah. think your work is ever going to be over. Never. <laughs> okay, so you go from DJ and you go into the influencing space. You go into brands and, and um, the online space and the digital space. And this is where I want to talk to you because this, yeah. is, this is the world now, right? We are all living, we're living online now. We're meeting online, we're, we're working online, we're playing online, we're dating online, we're doing everything online. And everyone has an online presence, whether or not you are a person in, in the public eye or you have a business or whatever, everyone is a brand, right? On Instagram or Facebook, whoever you are. And before we talk about your podcast, I wanted to, to find out from you because you're an expert. I feel like you know a lot. How, <laughs> how can we use the tools that we have to become more visible? Because everyone wants more followers, right? That's, that's the thing. How, yes. how can we use what we have and tools that are maybe free just to expose ourselves more? 
Yeah, I love this question. I think that the first thing is about rewriting the narrative of what your personal brand is. You know, we can read lots and lots of books and and all these kind of, you know, articles online. But I always say, you know, at work or, or just with the influences that I work with, your personal brand is what people say about you when you're not in the room. So yes, you're selling me that you have 100K followers on Instagram. You're giving me those amazing filters. But, you know, if you leave the room and you can't conduct a meeting and you're absolutely rude. For me, that's your personal brand. So that's the first thing I advocate is about what do you intentionally want to put out? And can we just stop living in just an Instagram only world? The biggest frustration right now around personal brands is that when you say, if I say to you, okay, cool, like what's your personal brand? You might just quickly reply and say, oh my God, my Instagram's totally Okay, I'm not going to swear. <laughs> I told you Instagram is totally bad, you know? And that's not it. You are not definitive of a platform. Do you remember MySpace? Exactly. It's gone. Mm-hmm. Instagram could disappear. So the first thing I would say as a tip for someone is just to understand who are you? And that sounds really silly, but what do you want the world to know about you? So for me, across all my platforms, whether it's Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, or just when you meet me in person, I've always dropped cues that digitals my world, but are obviously dabble in music. So where I go for a job interview and they ask me what are my passions or I am literally like for an example in an interview today you will get that clear about me the second thing as well don't try to be so many things on so many platforms because trust me everyone is overwhelmed. I just started TikTok and I'm like, what do I do with these 200 (laughs) followers? It's just 200. But now I owe them things, right? So just choose it wisely. I'm really not much on Twitter anymore. LinkedIn's my main jam purely because of where my career is going. And then of course, Instagram. But I am aware of other platforms purely because of the job that I am in. So yeah, just sit down, mind map it. It sounds silly. You need to work on your personal strategy. same like you work on your budget. Listen, it's important. And I think the biggest thing and the last thing that I would say, never discount the opportunity. I have had two of my most important roles in my career, like probably things that you would want to just think that you would never get. And I was recruited off Instagram. Wow. That's wild. Went through the interview process, but I was found initially by him. So you never really who's watching it's not just followers or fans it's also future employers it's for future people or investors you know so think about that carefully yeah wow Disney do you think that's that it's important just like you've you've said now like I have friends who are more active on LinkedIn than they are on Instagram I'm not active on Twitter but I'm very active on Instagram and Facebook do you think that it's important to establish which one of those platforms you are better at and understand more and then throw most of your energy into that as opposed to trying to just manage seven different platforms the same. Absolutely. I, I always go with the rule of three. Like the first one, it's kind of like, you know, eating a meal, you know, you would have like, you know, your entrees, you'd have your main meal and your dessert, anything more, and you're just asking for trouble, right? So for me, essentially, you need to have that priority platform, but it needs to be linked to what is your goal. So when I sit down with influencers, obviously within the space of say music and fashion, you can understand that right now there's a lot of heat around Instagram, probably maybe TikTok as well, because that's where brands are looking to play. But if you're someone and it's so important that's in the career space, so whether you are maybe trying to get into marketing or even like a top tier tech company, where do you think the attention of the Googles and the, you 
know, Facebooks and the Twitters of the world, these guys that you want to join their companies, I'm not saying they're not on Instagram, but when they're looking for talent, they're going to be on LinkedIn. And we need to debunk that, that notion that you're on LinkedIn just to go and get a job. It is an absolute activity highway of people just sharing purposeful information. I mean, a random example, you know, we don't have an actual office, for example, with Twitter and Spotify in South Africa. And a few years back, I actually connected with the team in the UK. So when I was over in London, they invited me to the office. And this is someone I just met off LinkedIn, you know. So never discount that. Just link it to where you need to be right now in your life and you'll be absolutely fine. I love that. I'm going to try and understand LinkedIn. I think I'm going to go on YouTube tutorial that because I feel like LinkedIn is where it's happening. It's fine. You can call me. <laughs> <laughs> Done. I actually have a friend who went on my LinkedIn and she was like, please give me your login details because this is terrible. I need to fix it for you. <laughs> Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. But you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm that side of our, our older millennial generation of, of just Instagram. You know, I'm yeah, no, no yeah. LinkedIn. Um, but I'm getting to the older side, so I'm, I should possibly LinkedIn at some point. <laughs> I think it's helpful <laughs> at this age. Okay, so you have a podcast where you're going to be talking about all of this, and we can get all of your brain palace stuff. Um, on Spotify and soon on Apple. Can you please tell me about this podcast? Yeah, I'm so excited. It's actually going to be, uh, and I call, I think I coined the term vlogcast. So it is definitely audio led. It is on, on the podcast format, but I've also, you know, recorded a lot of it that would be up on YouTube because I think some people just choose to digest info that way. But, you know, a lot of people ask me like, why, why are you trying to choose such a tricky medium? Um, you also have a job. Do you even have the time? And for me, you know, I keep using this term culture and corporate. I would sit in the right boardrooms and I would invite influencers in and the conversations that we would had nothing pertinent to their contracts and such but just the right banter it was so inspiring and then the reverse i would find myself say in studios or wherever the creative you know microcosm would be and i would say to myself i wish my peers in corporate would see this so i've kind of merged the two worlds and the format of the podcast is quite fun i would say we bring in someone influential so for an example it could be someone behind a big brand and you would always to see that brand, but you would never know the face behind it. We would ask them questions. But at the end of each podcast, we would have a burning question or a challenge solved real time. And some of the episodes have some of our famous faces. I'm not going to definitely give it away. But for an example, we have a massive influencer from, Afri uh, from Tanzania, actually. He's got over 5 million followers. And I quite simply ask him, what is the pressure like managing 5 million people? Wow, yeah. <laughs> really interesting things about putting your notifications off because you can't sleep at night. You know, it's fun things like that, but it's edutainment. So yeah, I just want the space to be light. And I, and my motto in life, each one, teach one, everything I learn, I want to pass it on to someone else. So the future guys and girls that are joining corporate or want to actually be in the influencer space are going into these conversations equipped and armed. I think we're living in an information highway. There's just noise so much around us that we really need to distill the right info and be a bit more purposeful. 100%. Okay. What is it called? 
where can we find it and follow it and listen to it? And sure. Yeah, it's called Influencer Insider because I would like to think I'm the insider. It's available. I sound like an ad. It is available on most platforms that you would consume podcasts. Apple definitely dropping next week. And yeah, you know, definitely follow me on the socials because the one thing I wanted to do is also do the behind the scenes. So you would see on my Instagram stories and such, just a lot of little nuggets so that you can save those content pieces but yeah just simply digihype.com and all the links are there this has been super informative um i now i'm gonna go and do a mind map of my brand and fix my linkedin and hopefully maybe that'll help me grow and become an influencer myself no i think you're already influencing we all are all little influencers inside you know that <laughs> little, a little little bit little bit deji thank you so much for your time good luck with the podcast i've subscribed i'm going to listen i'm going to learn and hopefully we can all learn and grow even if it's just for our home cookie business or just for ourselves Awesome. Thank you so much. And I look forward to stalking you on LinkedIn. (laughs) (laughs) Please don't. Not yet. Give me time. Give me time. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you. Cool. Thank you. Bye. Bye.